0: people deluded I'm back again thank you very much for tuning back into another edition of the deluded podcast the dg podcast the really and truly podcast the deluded podcast i've seen this thing take on a bunch of different names and i've seen a bunch of different ways of you lot supporting nonetheless just the fact that you're here listening to this lets me know you're a hardcore fan and as i as i've said people I appreciate all the support. I appreciate the consistency in your guys' support. I appreciate depending on whatever, not even depending, whatever team you support, you know. I really appreciate the support you lot have given me throughout the season or whatever capacity you guys have, people. Like, Sorry, I had to take my hood off. It's getting a bit hot. But as I was saying, I'd like to say if I'm appreciative of all the support, man. I'm also appreciative, of course, of all the YouTube support. So please make sure you continue to do that. You're hitting the follow button on the Spotify, on the Apple Music or whatever streaming platform you're listening to and the appropriate means. I can't imagine you don't know I you do YouTube content, but Deluded Guna on YouTube, hit the sub button. If you're not going to do anything, make sure you're supporting me on Clubhouse. Again, guna, And also, Instagram. I need to get to 10K, people. But like I said, it's been a long season as an Arsenal fan, and I appreciate all the support you guys give me. You know, I do... The podcast this I do this bit as a passion, like it's not necessarily to get anywhere, obviously I like it to get somewhere and if I get to where I need to get to in life naturally it is, but I like doing this bit of content it's for me, I like to speak about football and a neutral thing I like i i just I just like the way we do this sort of thing. It feels like I'm talking to you guys, even though I'm a bit of a madman, I'm in the room chatting to myself now, people, I'd like to also say sorry for bringing this out later just because. I expected City would become champions tomorrow, and I thought you know what this is the appropriate time to speak about them. So before we carry on with any Premier League news, first and foremost, congratulations to Manchester. Congratulations are due to Manchester City and their coach Pep Guardiola, all the players, all the coaching staff, everybody connected with the club. As you know, following Manchester United losing yesterday against Leicester, you know the inevitable cannot be prevented. You know Manchester City have won their fifth. Premier League title as an Arsenal fan I'm jealous of course but I think Pep Guardiola deserves it and I mean I think this is a lesson as to why you don't draw too many conclusions week to week in the Premier League because City have been finished they've been you know past it allegedly based on what people say now they're winning the title let's go back just before they hit that purple patch before the start of the year people were saying Pep needs to go you know there's injuries to Sergio this and that how they're going to put up a fight for the title you know let's be honest you know City have done a madness but I'm sure every team if they look at this season there's been a patch where they could have done better now take nothing away from City they're, they're cons- cons- calling them consistence and understatement they've bullied everyone in the Premier League and let's show you know they've bullied, been some hiccups along the way you know I remember Pep begging Bielsa for a point obviously last week against Chelsea they messed up there's been some blips it's not the prettiest but a title's a title in it and yeah I don't know for statistics and things but i don't think this will be you know city's standout season or city's premier league hallmark that would be the 100 points but they all count for the same thing and obviously they're 90 minutes plus extra time assuming there is from being becoming champions league winners as well which is a great double in itself let's also remember they've got the cat yarabao and they did go out the fa cup you can't have it all man you know talk of the Sex topple was what dominated City, and to be fair, you know, they, you know, when you target that, obviously, naturally, you're gonna nine times out of ten fall away. But there's still, you know, a, a, a sort of treble of sorts. So you have to give prep Guardiola his dues because, like I said, people are saying he's finished, he's this, that, and the other, and he's never had the best time to have. I believe it would be his best season as a Manchester City manager. I'm sure he won't because, again, it's probably that first Premier League title, you know, and all of those sort of things. Once, what, what, once again. Um, I can't, I can't fault that maybe even he might say this season because he's described it as the hardest title win but for me personally you know he was brought in for the Champions League innit and considering and again I'm, I just keep saying it because I remember what people not that I was saying City was going to win the league because you couldn't at a point pick a league, a league champion you know Liverpool were messing about City were messing about you know let's not forget people were saying Spurs were in a title challenge and things like that I think people are letting Liverpool, not that they're letting Liverpool get away but boy when this was City's poor title defence it was everybody was made to remember, and it's not that anybody doesn't know with Liverpool. Bro, the man they might not get Champions League. They you know, they might not even get Europe. They finish in you know, they look like they could finish from seventh to fifth, and again, they were first and running away with the title. You know, I know there's been injuries and the rest of it, but that has been just in terms of a poor title defence. You don't get few poorer than that, in my opinion. Um, you know, Pep Guardiola's never had a I think it will be his best season if he does win the Champions League, purely because that's what he was brought here for. You know, Pep Guardiola wins the Champions League, you shut up a lot of people, they'll still be the same people are, he's a checkbook manager, Is this, that and the other and all them lies but he's brought for the Champions League, and I think that that's the well, It's not even I think that's what City want. That's what the players want. Not 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 away from the league. Um, you know that's what Pep wants. He's never been closer to it. You're never gonna have a closer chance of winning it, and that's what he was brought to the club for. And that will shut people up. You know, he's won the Champions League. He's won the Prem. I don't think he'll walk away from City. He wants to stay. He signed an extension, but that's always in the back of your mind as a as a fan, and probably for Pep. And this is a man who will walk away from stuff. But a man walked away from barcelona walked away from bayern munich you know this is the longest he's ever been obviously you know for me he's gonna keep being at city and stuff but one I still wonder in the back of your mind how do i that's one thing i admire about pep how do i keep reinventing how do i keep the same compassion same passion because one thing you can't describe with pep guardiola is complacency that guy doesn't know the word like he's always thinking about the next next and i hope for his sake just because of the man he is he takes a step 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 Back and just deeps what he's done and what he's doing, and how you know what he's you know, he's having a great managerial career. And you know, let's not forget, I, I doubt that the Kat Yara Bell well for City they always win it, so it might be it's not high up on anybody's sort of list of accomplishments. I can't imagine your future at any club is decided by winning or losing that. But trophies are trophies, they've got that now, they've got the Prem you know, shout out to Sterling, Gundogan, Phil Foden, you know, Phil Foden, Phil Foden's cool, if he wins champs, not even if he wins champs, he's completed life already, but most, like I said, I think people underestimate how hard it is to get trophies, some man don't win a league, some man don't win an FA Cup, some man don't win a league cup, you know, obviously as a result of being here, Phil Foden's just picking them all up, and obviously this one, last season he was, but I'd say this was the first one that he's been a real, real main player like that, and Again, you have to applaud Pep Guardiola because he's done it with no striker. Like, he's, you know, they're, they're a mad, they're a mad team. You know, even social media manager slash social media, Manchester City social media manager slash player in Mendy gets a medal. You know, Ake, we're relegated last year with, with Bournemouth and now you get this thing. You know, for Sergio, again, I think he's the he's the foreign player with the most Premier League winners now. You know, what a way to leave Manchester City as 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 a winner. Obviously, you've got the Champions League now. Pep Guardiola, I can see you I can see Sergio not playing a minute in that Champions League final just because of the sort of man Pep Guardiola is and the tactics and things, but you have to applaud Pep Guardiola. They've won it five times. They've won it three of the last four seasons. Like I said, people were saying they were finished. There was a time they weren't even in the title race. So, you know, I'm sure you've all seen Roy Keane's comments resurfacing following Man City's defeat a couple months ago. Look at them. And every one of those players, you know, i have done the business. Kevin, Sterling, Foden, you know, Mares, Cancelo, Edison, you know. Ruben Diaz has been probably the, arguably the best player in the Premier Forget the positions, you know. John Stones had a little revival. Zinchenko, I think, has been... I, listen I think they need an out and out left back but he stepped in you know you can never underestimate Fernandinho and that man will be playing until he's 40 maybe even 50 you know we're gonna get into a stage where he's older than bet well he probably is older than couple managers based on Ryan Mason the way it's going but he'll probably be man, he'll probably be playing until he's like 50 or something man you know for, they've got a good squad and obviously the cut the case is how do you keep reinventing how do you have more of a convincing title challenge because the work's probably started for Pep, you know, the work started, you know, already, he probably even won the Champions League or whether he wins or loses it, the plan he's working on, how do I get to the final next year, how do I do this Premier League thing, how do I reinvent, you know, this is probably the time when, just based on the books I've read about Pep and the man is, he's working the most and that's why I say, I hope he just takes a step back and deeps what he's doing because, no, you know, it's difficult, and, and and again, you need to remember you're a great guy. And obviously, I know you. A manager's shelf shelf life is poor. You can't it's short. You can't rest, rest on your past levels, but. I just believe in, even me with my YouTube stuff, I rarely sit down and say, yo, oh, I've hit 20K, I've hit 15K, I've hit a 1,000 subscribers, this, that and the other. You know, I rarely have sat back myself, you know, 35,000 and I appreciate all of you lot who rock with me on YouTube. Let's get that to 50 before the end of the year. Please make sure you're subscribing. I rarely sat back and some of them like my people, them, they're like, you know, what are you doing? You know, you, you, I'm always, because I'm always thinking about the next thing. It might come across that I'm not thinking about my current blessings and I had to start sitting back like, Yo, thirty-five thousand subscribers. You know, Emirates, Wembley, Stamford Bridge. You know, Spurs' stadium. Not that I want to say them. You know, Old Trafford's massive, but 35,000 people are subscribed to my channel. So that you know what I mean by listing the stadiums is like I had to physically picture that amount of people in the stadium. Like how it's not filling at Old Trafford, or the Emirates, or Wembley, or whatever in it, but it's filling up a significant part of it and it's like wow like you know get can't rest on my laurels but it is where it is and you know City how they reinvent I don't know in it like they're going to sign some players you know I personally think they're going to sign Hossam Alwa Leon saying 25 million euros that is to call that cheap's an understatement you know I guess the only thing is to provide a bit bit more new energy if I had to really scrutinize it you know I think that Zach guy is calling going, like I said, scrutinize it, maybe unnecessarily bring up a back backup keeper. Not that I think that's a priority. I would probably say for me, left back is the glaring area because Zinchenko is decent, but there's times he doesn't look such. Mendy, I don't rate Mendy at all. You know, I think he's a decent player, but I just don't rate him. I just feel he's a glaring, weak weak player in, in that team. Um, I have to question the mentality, I have to, you know, especially after the Chelsea game as well. Like, absolutely skinned alive by Rhys James. Absolutely out of it, you know. He's never quite there. I think he's a weak link. I would say left back is the only area obviously a real, real long-term replacement for, for Fernandinho, because again, you know, for, you know, Rodri does his thing, but is that the out-and-out out thing, you know, can we get another Manchester City lad coming through, you know, could you bring through the Cole Palmers, you know, Liam Delap. if he's playing under-23s football next year, he's wasting his time, because he's physically there, technically there, it's just about experiencing the big lead. you know, could they breed, breed, breed through someone, and you can imagine Pep's gonna. Pep's already got his signings in it they put people who are signing for City probably know in relation to who they get rid of I don't know but if Ake wants to get more football having become a Premier League champion then you're welcome to come to Arsenal on loan I'm talking a lot of stuff about Mendy Mendy for us you'll be wavy so it is what it is like I said congratulations to Manchester City who have become the 2020-21 Premier League title winners retaining it regaining it sorry from Liverpool for Liverpool we all know what's been going on in their season but their losses Manchester City's game City did their thing Pep Guardiola himself said um this has been a season and a Premier League title like no other. This was the hardest one. We will always remember this one for the way that we want. I'm so proud to be manager here and this group of players. And we're all waiting on the Amazon documentary, my guy. This is going to be some special stuff. They are so special to come through this season with all the restrictions and difficulties we face and show the consistency we have is remarkable. And obviously with Manchester City and Pep Guardiola, we're always going to think about the tactical football, I mean the technical footballers, the more attacking footballers. To call them solid defensively has been an underestimation of it because, yes, I can praise individuals. Can say, even Walker's had a good year, you know. Left-back, it is what it is. Centre-half, you know, Stones has had a revival. We can never forget Laporte is a very good centre-half. Ruben Dias is taking it up to another level, you know. They've improved, collectively, individually cool they've all had good form but collectively you know like i say the first attacker is edison like you've seen on occasion um him set up a couple of goals the first defender is the striker and as i forgot to say as well you know Obviously, there is a case to be said, of, can they buy a striker? Because again, you know, Pep gets away with it because it's Pep, but you don't really use a striker and all of those sort of things there. Even the PSG game, if it went left in the first leg, at least, or even over both people are saying, yo, <laughs> where's the striker? So maybe I'll push the striker, really, you know, maybe keep, you know, greater importance to Phil Foden keep going. But, you know, they're a quality team. City, if you want to get rid of any players or players or whatever, then, you know, holler your old guy or let's get some at Arsenal, people. So, big up Manchester City. Away from that, though, and, you know, while I would like to stay speaking about football, just before I forget, I'm sure you've all seen the video footage of Oli McBurney surfacing where, quite frankly, fans are just trolling the man. And, you know, apparently he gets trolled quite a lot in Sheffield. And I think not just isolated to Sheffield fans, fans need to you know fan again fans need to calm it down a bit you know you can criticize you can you, you can you can even heckle people in the street and things but calm it down a bit you don't have a, that divine right to troll someone to get at someone to just ruin someone's life like Ol's Ollie mcburney's allegedly out with his girlfriend you got this this idiot trolling him chatting nonsense he's ignoring him to be fair obviously long story short he starts getting closer and closer then you'll see the footage emerge of you know. Olly McBurney quite rightly dealing with him Stamping on his phone and dealing with him You know, he got off lightly People forget these lot are human beings They have breaking points They're human beings They don't deserve that, you know I, I don't I think William you know shout out to William for his free kick I don't think William should be in the country let alone playing for Arsenal you know in the sense of he should be playing in the MLS or something like that or you know winding down his career not trying to be at a team that's trying to allegedly trying to challenge for Champions League but I wouldn't want him heckled in the street I wouldn't like man a human you know and and what sucks is you know Oli McBurnie he might not be a household name like that saying that he's a Premier League footballer right now um he through my old work and seeing. Content we've created With this guy And seeing him behind the scenes And just seeing how he reacts Anyways He's one of the most Down to earth footballers You always scream Footballers are out of touch People always scream Footballers are out of touch With reality Not like with Covid He was the footballers Going to food banks Giving their time Resources Money Raising stuff You know it was footballers footballer. Not saying other athletes But it was footballers And footballers got a bad rep Oli is one of the most Down to earth men You see him at You know the Welsh derby Between Cardiff and Swansea He's a cool guy Yeah I know the season's been poor Yeah you can have your Criticisms of him And I can't like It was quite funny Seeing people on Twitter Say this is the first time I've seen him hit the target But allow him You know that fan deserved it And that's the territory We're going to get in people I believe with in relation to racism In relation to this Fans are just going to Get up thumping their lip Now for my man It was funny because He was giving it the big and as usual with these cows, the closer and closer you get, the more they calm it down. And then obviously, he got it dealt with. Now, apparently, the man's been arrested, and you know, not to get into legal technicalities, what shall be, shall be in that regards. But people just need to allow it sometimes, man. You know, people have breaking points, and don't be surprised when they start trying to break you and whatnot, people. It is what it is. So, shout out to Ollie McBurney and all of those sort of things, people. It is where it is firmly in that regards. Um. <clears throat> Moving away from that, though, we might as well get into the Premier League, people. Now, it's been a bit of a hectic schedule. Like I said, there was games yesterday, Tuesday and Monday and obviously over the weekend. So let's quickly run through all that sort of stuff. Now, on Friday, you saw Leicester defeated... Four goals to two against Newcastle. Shout out to Joe Willock for playing a pivotal role in, in that, people. Obviously, Willock scored before Newcastle went two up. They really caught Leicester cold, in my opinion. Kelechi, Iheanacho and Albrighton made the scoreline a bit reflectable. But, you know, Paul Dummett, Joe Willock and a double from Callum Wilson, especially going into the Euros. You know, you need got to take your chances. Saw, saw, saw Leicester over the line, people After that, you know On Saturday, you saw Liverpool against Southampton Now, I know Alisson had one or two moments Where he was moving a bit mad But I think he was good in that game um, Thiago got his first Liverpool goal You know, Mo Salah and Firmino with the assist um, Yeah, like I said, Alisson had a very good game In that 2-0 victory, people It was... It, I won't say it was convincing And I wouldn't say Liverpool looked like they, they wouldn't win But there was Incidences where you could see It could go it could go left Really quickly for them You know Shout out to Sadio Mane For scoring as well um, I don't have his quotes to hand But it, it, it touched my heart He was speaking about His poor form And he can't put a foot He can't put his foot on it or He can't put a finger on it He said he's Even to the point where He's speaking with the physios And sports scientists About has he put on More body fat You know And the only answer is He just had a tough season Like it happens it, But it breaks my heart man Especially someone like Mane because I like Mane as a footballer how could you not like him there's just some footballers you can't not like but he's a humble guy man he never forgets where he comes from you know he does a lot of things for the for the Senegalese people you know he does a lot of things for charities and that he does a lot of things around you know the in the Muslim community in and around whatever part of Liverpool he lives in you always see it you know and when a man is clean-hearted and he's just dedicated to his craft regardless of what team he support. You want him to do well. Even if you didn't want him to do well against Arsenal, he's going to rip us. That's Monday, is it? But they did what they needed to do. Like I said, Liverpool 2, Southampton 0. Boy, Chelsea 2, Manchester City 1. That was a mad game, weren't it, people? Like, boy, City didn't take their chance. City are the champions, is it? They didn't shout to Sterling for scoring and getting them off to the score sheet and tapping home what would have been a calamity had Sterling not scored. He saved a couple people's blushes, in my opinion. But, you know... City didn't take the majority of their chances They looked like they were kind of out of ideas And, you know, Chelsea hung in there And, you know, they exploited that Really and truly, you know, they they exploited it You know, Hakim Ziyech scored a goal Obviously he loved scoring against City Alonso or Walker Hudson or Hudson-Odoi, depending on who you look at You know, they nicked it You know, City had chances to dead the game uh, Do I need to tell you about that Sergio Aguero penalty? I think there should have at least been One penalty for both sides Excluding that in the game, you know and obviously for me the, the 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 Champions League is a whole different entity and we'll cross that bridge when we get to it but obviously Tuchel versus Pep I don't know I wouldn't go as far as to say friends because I don't know that but they seem like they have admiration for each other they're both tactical geniuses they both know football in it and they've gone to dinner allegedly numerous times and Based on that, I just think Tuchel has his friend Pep Guardiola's number. I think in the FA Cup he had his number. City had a whole leap of possession and things, but off the ball, they had no plans because City I mean, Chelsea had traps for them and it forced them back. Elements of that against against Chelsea again in the Premier League. But long story short, the last two times I've seen Thomas Tuchel go against Pep Guardiola, he's won the tactical battle now. The third showdown is the Champions League And as an Arsenal fan Of course I'm hoping City win it But boy who knows You know Mendy for me had a good game for Chelsea And that tells you it all But you know City I don't know Sir, I don't want to just blame Sergio Aguero Because it's not just down to him But I mean Come on Sergio What penalty was that? That was dead You know he didn't He didn't even He didn't even hide it well enough You know Mendy clocked it from ages ago Dived and then got up and stuff And it was Obviously you score You look amazing You don't You look he He's apologised You know, Sergio, to call him a lethal striker is is, is is an understatement. And I'm sure Manchester City fans, while they'll want to clip him around the ears for that stupidness, given what he's given them, season in, season out for how many years and and whatnot. And like I said, Manchester City legend. I'm sure they'll allow my man in it. But isolated to that game... I'm keen to see what the Champions League final throws up Because I feel you, Obviously you saw rotation from Chelsea and City to a degree But I just feel Again Thomas Tuchel won the tactical battle Really And it's almost like he set up track for Pep He's like Pep you can do what you want with your tactics Folding can do this Mares can do that But there's going to be no space And I'm going to set up traps And I think they got that They got that well man They did it very They did it very well in my opinion Very very well Obviously Rodri falling asleep for one of the goals Christensen Again that's one criticism Criticism of Chelsea they are still prone to madness from a couple of individuals and Christensen's injured apparently he'll miss the FA Cup final but could make the champs he he was guilty of that you know Billy Gilmore bust case for his penalty I think Gilmore looked a bit overruled first five and then he grew into the game um <clears throat> You know, it is what it is from that debt regards, man. Chelsea won. Again, Chelsea are going to have a good season. You know, again, it could all go left. Mathematically, can still finish out of Europe, which I hope happens. They could lose both finals. But realistically, you know, two finals in cup competitions qualifying for by the domestic route as a symbolism of consistency, bearing in mind um, Thomas Tuchel took over at the halfway point with 19 games. It shows what he's about and it's, it's a good result for them. So, as I said, Chelsea 2, Manchester City 1. You obviously had Sheffield United lose 2-0 against Crystal Palace, you know, to say it was light work because it was it was simple, you know. Benteke got them off to a great start with a goal in the second minute before two minutes from time, people. Um Eze scored, and you know, Eze's just running, running, running. It's like Eze didn't even, he's like, hey, you lot are just allowing it. And I'm sure he did that in the first game against them as well, people. I could be wrong, but something just tells me Eze's done that against Sheffield United as, as, as well. You know, Sheffield United are down, innit? They're playing for pride. I Granted, I'm sure certain players are playing for futures, just not whether that's in the champ, championship, whether that's trying to stay in the Premier League, people. You know, Sander Burge got 60 on minutes. You know, Brewster was dropped and came on at, at minute 65, you know, Brewster's been a terrible season, Um, had a terrible season, you know, from a, from a confidence point of view, it's sad to see, man, because, well, no goals in his 20-odd appearances and he's got a whole leap of L's, pardon me, L's on that sheet, I know this because I was in the car with my guy and he was laughing at it because he's, he's got an agenda against Brewster. And I think Brewster's terrible in it. I think he's been terrible. But I think he'll be better in the championship. And he just doesn't look confident. And I hope his confidence returns by potentially being a main player for Sheffield United and doing his thing in the championship. Now let's be real You know, no one's paying 20 odd million for Brewster, you know, Liverpool absolutely swindled Sheffield United, they swindle a lot of man really, Um, so it is what it is, Um, you know, result of the weekend for me is Leeds against Spurs, Leeds absolutely moved to Spurs, from minute one absolutely moved to them, I was watching it with my guy, I said "They're they're winning you know because at first, the first five minutes, I thought, you know what, Leeds have started fast. Is it one where Spurs, yeah, they're in their home half and stuff, but the game's going to settle. I saw something different with them them Leeds, man. They said, you know what, we're moving to you. And, and to be fair, Ellen Road this season, especially for these quote-unquote big teams, if you can say that about Tottenham Hotspur, has not been pretty, you know. Yeah, we had a man sent off, but we were lucky to walk away with a point. You know, City. You know, that's one time I've seen Pep Guardiola look baffled, uh, and that's what actually one game that for me is one of the best games I've seen in the league this season, and one that sticks out for me because you could see Pep Guardiola begging for a point. Obviously, Liverpool have struggled there, and Spurs struggled there. You know, it's a tough ground to go to. At Ellen Road, the way Leeds play is a culture shock. I'm keen to see Leeds next season because I do think things catch up with everyone in the. Same way, anyway, Sheffield United, first season, no one could stop them. People have clocked it. Liverpool people clocked it. Even to a degree, people clock City, you know. There's not a team that this hasn't happened to. So I'm keen to see if people clock on to the, how Leeds play, the fact that they're always going forward and how to counteract against that, you know. Um, but, you know, Bielsa's a certified manager. Shout out to Stuart Dallas, you know, singly all season, been pulling along my FBL side. It is what it is, people, really and truly, you know. Kane, was he offside or not? But Leeds moved to them. Leeds absolutely moved to them. A fast start, ran them into the ground, ran them ragged, you know. Had Spurs defending in their own hard, half for large periods of the game, you know, Dallas got on the score sheet, you know, it did look like Spurs might do something as Son obviously reacted a couple of moments after, that, that was a good move, good run from Deli Alli, I mean good good way of pass from Deli Alli, good run from Son, good run from Harry Kane actually to take people away and one thing I'd say about Kane, I deeped it the other day, he can hit a free kick but is it just me or his free kicks? They bi- again, Spurs fans would have to tell me. But is it just me? Or he hasn't scored too many. He's quite wasteful with them. Why does he keep taking them? You know, Spurs had, you know, Spurs did have chances. They did have and puff. There was some defending to do. But I think Leeds were brilliant. Well, you can't say they weren't brilliant. You know, they kept fighting to the end, even when the setback of conceding a goal against the run of play and on the dominance of things. You know, Bamford again. Every goal gets you in the England side or closer to that. And obviously, eighty-fourth minute, bro. That lot, the move for the last goal, oh my god. That move from Leeds, that attacking move against the run of play once again. They had Spurs. That was a lovely move, you know. That's one of the best Leeds goals I've seen scored this season. Um, I want to give special praise to um, a guy who played well against us as well. I can't pronounce his name, but Pascal Schrick. I think he's been at Leeds a couple of moments, really. You know, my man's only 21 years of age, people, and he bossed it, I felt. Um, I think Tyler Roberts worked quite well. Man to a man, they all worked quite well. I think Jack Harrison, on the on the balance of things, would probably say, yo, I could have scored in that game. And they have done it without Calvin Phillips, at least from the start. Up, man, you know, I think they had a like I said, Leeds did their thing. They've been doing their thing this season. You know, like I said, Leeds three Spurs 1, where Spurs go from this, if Spurs still are able to qualify for the Europa League, I'm sure the fans are hoping for such, but I don't know, now you obviously had Dominic Calvert-Lewin's Everton against West Ham, David Moyes at home, you know, with his Everton being the visitors, he lost against his former club, as Dominic Calvert-Lewin obviously made a lovely run and finished it, and provided a dent to West Ham's European hopes, people, you obviously had Wolves against Brighton, now... Dunk went from hero to zero. Um, obviously, scoring in the thirteenth minute to give them the lead and then getting sent off. Apparently, Neil Mupay was sent off um, at the end of the game or at injury time. Um, I'm not. I was a bit unclear. I Actually, went to the toilet at that period when I was watching the game. You know, shout out to Triuri because he scored a good goal, for if if that, and he should have had an assist. You know, Morgan Gibbs White he scored the winner, and you can see what it meant to him. But he's missed from he's missed an absolute sitter, really. Um, before that, um, like I said. Great goal from Traore Emotional goal From Morgan Gibbs-White Fabio Silva I think's worked very well Obviously involved In what led to the red card And got an assist For Traore Fabio Silva's worked Quite well And it's been a testing season For that Um young man, obviously when you look at Wolves you have them, You well you've previously attached them to with defensively being great and you know, they're up there for goals conceded with set pieces, they're in double figures for conceded set piece Premier League goals, you know they're a worse team than Arsenal from set pieces this season and I think that tells you everything if I can say that with my club obviously Man United have had two games you know, obviously they won 3-1 at the weekend against Aston Villa um, you know, again another Traore that was a very good goal from Bertrand Traore before obviously Bruno Fernandes grabbed the pen, Cavani's movement in the in the in the last goal summed up what he is and why he's getting the new contracts so signed for one. Mason Greenwood again, people rip my man off, you know. Not United, not the real footballing fans, but man was saying this, that, and the other. This is why I say him, Saka folding. There will come a time. Man, need to remember these are young men, you know. You see how how Greenwood's back. They're still adapting to football Technically, tactically But mainly emotionally I won't go as far as to say He's carrying Man United But in his own way Greenwood is You know Obviously He's gone through a lot from, a, from for, In a matter of months He's gone from yeah, he's been rated, but now he's a Man United first team, a new deal scrutiny, you know, all of these things. Like with Saka, they haven't had the time to blink and just deep. They're still young men, and that's one thing I like about Oli. He might you can have your criticisms. He he keeps the feel good, factor good, you know, Pogba, all of these guys, Martial, Shaw, you know, Rasford, he, he you know, in comparison to him and Jose is clearly different. And I think he took Greenwood out at the wrong at the right time, apologies. And now look, he's flourishing, scoring goals week in, week out. I think it I did think I'm not gonna lie. I did think his goal as good as it was and he scored again last night against Leicester. I think Martinez could have done a lot better. Martinez made a couple saves, but I think it's one of them where when Martinez has a great game, not saying he didn't, he's, he's probably goalkeeper sign of the season, not probably he is, um it's spoken about. But when he does some questionable things and everyone's human, he does some Buky stuff, no one says a word. Um but is what it is, man. You know, you never get one Basaka assisting, and he got on the assist sheet, and like I said, Aston Villa won, Manchester United three. They go marching on. Obviously, Man United then lost two one yesterday against Leicester, where obviously Greenwood scored. And shout out to Ahmad for getting his day de- for getting a start, not a debut and an assisting. You know, uh, what's what's my man's name? Manga Elanga. Sorry, My man said Manga Elanga, Anthony Elanga. He started, didn't have the best of games. But well, it is, well, it is from that in that regards, people. Obviously, Leicester have come back. Well. They've they've been well. I wouldn't say pegged back, but it looked like it looked like they was when 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 United equalised via Greenwood. It looked like they were gonna go on a sort of run there. In my opinion, great finish from Luke, from from Luke Thomas. People, he's had a decent season for Leicester. He played quite well against us. Obviously, in the 66th minute, Sayantu thunderous header to snatch three points for Leicester, and that's a big. Vote of confidence in their European hopes Fulham, who already relegated Lost 2-0 against Burnley Nick Pope had a good game as well Burnley couldn't um, Burnley have hit their keeper To thank Ashley Westwood and Chris Wood Among the goals, folks, people um, As you lot saw yesterday as well it was a crazy game to describe it nicely Danny Ings grabbed a brace Southampton 3, Crystal Palace 1 You know how Milivojevic missed that penalty I don't know Nathan Redmond's blush is spared Um... Southampton obviously had multiple opportunities To score other goals as well But they did what they needed to do And like I said the game was crazy To describe it God to me it was a good game for the neutrals Southampton's gain is Crystal Palace's loss And as I said people you know that is that Lastly I saved the best Till last Arsenal won a game People Arsenal won a home game You can't have it all You can't have a Completely convincing Performance You can't have a clean sheet But where, while we know West Brom Are going down for a while It was nice to And it says a lot really That I'm I'm, I'm happy about this As an Arsenal fan To confirm Sam Allardyce's relegation and that record like Undertaker at WrestleMania of being undefeated is now gone in terms of Sam Allardyce never getting relegated. We we knew for a while, you know, I did feel in relation to the game, West Brom started off very strong. We were in our own half. We looked a bit nervous. We looked like we was feeling sorry for ourselves after still what happened with Thursday and there was a lot of cobwebs and they should have probably scored You know, I think the goal they did score with Pereira, he was trying to score a great goal that whole game. You know, Diangana looked good when he came off the bench, but... It summed up why Arsenal are in this mess. Great goal, for solo effort from, from from Pereira, but, you know, from his own half, he's just made that run. No one's brought him down. No one's put in a convincing tackle. Maybe Leno could have done better, but, you know, centre-backs are just backing off. Midfield is, you know, Sabahis can't catch a cold. He's absolutely got no chance. You know, no one's pulling him down and conceding the tactical foul. It just showed our naivety, really, and showed why we're not we're anywhere where we'd like to be as a, as a fan base. But... Focusing on the positives, it's nice to win, you know, it's nice to win at home, something we haven't done enough in my opinion, you know, it's nice to win after going out, not that it means anything, it's nice to win going into going into the, the game today against Chelsea where we're going to get battered anyways, obviously... Nice to see Smith-Rowe get his first Premier League goal. Willian and Smith-Rowe got their first Premier League goal. One guy's been in the first team since December. One guy's been in there since the start. You know, Willian, we've got one goal and seven assists and 30 odd appearances in all comps. Great in terms of being Premier League experience and all of these things. And Arteta could talk about being ruthless as much as he wants. This is the sort of player you need to be ruthless. It hasn't worked out. You know, it's not like it's a young player sourced from abroad or in your academy where had they've had a bit of a woeful season. You can say the next season, next season business. And we've got to anyways with William because he's not still going to be here. But I think that sums up everything as the club. For terrific goal from William, what a free kick. You know, only I wonder how much on average, not that I care about money, William has cost the team up until that point. Did we really buy him to score against a team that's already going to get relegated in May? But you know. Williams still living off the start of the season, and now this this get performance towards the end. But like I said, terrific goals from Smith Rowe. Build up play was quite good as well in relation to Smith Rowe scoring. Obviously, it's obviously nice. It's obviously nice to see. Um Pepe get on the score sheet, thunderous strike from Pepe as well. You know, all three go all well four all four goal, three of the four goals at least were quite great people. In fact, all four. You know, William had a great solo effort with the free kick. It was a lovely move from the Halen boys and, and I know Willian, William ironically and El Nene and Sabas were involved as well as Gabriel in some of these. But it was a lovely goal from Smith rowe and Saka to combine four Pardon me, lovely solo effort from Willian, you know. I feel Pereira's goal was amazing. Pepe's goal was a rocket as well. Cutting off the right-hand side, bended it in like you saw. Amazing performance. Nice to see Martinelli get an hour or so through the middle, you know, he didn't have anything to say really, you know, you're never going to win the physical battle against Semi Ajay and Carl Bartley, but if you're going to be a striker long term, that's the sort of stuff you got to get used to, so it doesn't mean anything, Arsenal are playing for, I don't even want to say Pride because we should have been playing for Pride for Thursday, we should have been playing for Pride when, when you saw what was happening in December and using that to drive us forward, but boy... Any sort of running short-lived uh, 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 improvements in this club are overestimated and then there's just way too much complacency. But it is, well, it is. The glorious thing is after this game, what, there's not two... There's Arsenal have got two more more games against Crystal Palace and Brighton and the season can be put to bed, people, you know, and Arsenal can move into transfer season where already, ironically, ticket, season's up, ticket prices, season tickets and stuff are up for renewal and you're seeing all the bullish transfer chat... Whether it materialises, I don't know. But from Tuesday back all the way to Friday, folks, Man United 1, Leicester 2, Southampton 3-1 against Palace, Burnley won 2 no against Fulham, Wolves 2, Brighton 1, Aston Villa 1, Man United 3, Everton 1-1, one, one, nil 0 away from home against West Ham, Arsenal 1-3-1 against Sam Allardyce's West Brom, who were, you know, he said we're relegation rivals. Looks like we won that Sam, big Sam, pack your bags, you're gone. Leeds 3, Spurs 1, Sheffield United 0, um, Crystal Palace 2, Man United 1, Chelsea 2, Liverpool 2-0 two against Southampton on Friday, like I said at the start, Leicester 1-2-1 one, one against Newcastle, now we've obviously got the FA Cup at the weekend, Leicester versus Chelsea, my thoughts goal with Leicester, I hope Kelechi Iheanacho continues his great form and scores, but if I did bet money, I think Thomas Tuchel will get his first hands on silverware in his tenure as a Chelsea manager. I wonder what that game throws up. I truthfully don't know what that game is going to throw up, people. It's going to be an interesting one to see. Um, away away from that in terms of other news, you know, Sporting Lisbon were crowned Portuguese champions for the first time since 2002. Um Um, Buffon has said he will leave Juventus at the end of the season people he said we've reached the end of the cycle so it is the right so it is right for me to take my leave this is beautiful and very long experience with Juventus will come to a definitive end this year um you know, he said either I will stop, either I stop playing or if I find a situation that motivates me to play or have a different life experience, I'll take that into consideration. So maybe he'll try a different league again, maybe MLS, maybe even back to France. Maybe he'll follow, you know, former teammate Nedved and things of, and people of that ilk can taking up a post, you know, retiring and, and getting a post game career. You know, you'd imagine Juventus will find a role for him. He said, I feel I gave everything for Juventus. I've received everything and more this cannot be done. So, yeah, they're at the end of their situation, people. Um, I'm sure you've all seen, apparently, Richard Keogh, who has um, has won his compensation claim against Derby. The former captain was sacked in 2019 and then brought forward a breach of contract. Um, he won his initial case, but Derby appealed, which has now been unsuccessful, people. As you lot know, the incident is because he suffered serious knee ligament. In- He suffered serious knee ligament injuries when Tom Lawrence, his then-teammate, crashed into a lamppost after a night out with the defender. Um, He was then sacked by Derby for gross misconduct. His contract was meant to run until June this year so again I assume that means he's going to be paid up until such. Um, Apparently Tottenham Hotspur will appoint a supporter to their board as a non-executive member following the fallout from the ESL. That's something Chelsea have done or they might not because apparently Spurs have issued an apology for not consulting fans in this process and have expressed regret. Um, Apparently the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust has turned down their advances to meet and talk following the aborted Takeaway um, you know, it must be nice. We're begging to get Cronky in to speak. Spurs, are, Spurs are, are not speaking to their owner. Apparently, they have, you know, shout out to the Tottenham Hotspur supporters trust because, you know, my, my thoughts and my support goes with any supporters of any club, even the pagans that are trying to get their owners out, that is trying to get transparency for fans, that is trying to reclaim the game and their football clubs for fans. So I applaud that. You know, apparently the THST has refused on the grounds. Its members have almost overwhelmingly called for the board's full resignation. Nation, but the club insists this will not be put on the agenda, and now are pressing ahead with plans for a club advisory role made up of elected supporters. The chair of which will sit on the board. The chair of this panel will be appointed annually as a non, as a full non-executive member of the club board. Um, apparently, they believe this provides. Um, genuine I mean authentic genuine representation and will ensure fans are at the heart of decision making um something that was apparently greatly welcome and again on one hand I get it when I see what Chelsea are doing and what Spurs could be doing and I wish Arsenal would but on the other hand it could be Cynics might say it's a, it's a token gesture. I'll leave you lot to draw your conclusions with that. Nonetheless big up the supporters trust of Tottenham Hotspur for get fans support trust for getting things done um, I'm also sh- as well you're sure you've seen finally people Eric Laporte has been granted Spanish nationality obviously spent a significant time playing in Spain and that has now opened the door to him representing the country at Euro 2020 now Bit of a shame how he can't buy a, buy a place in the France squad, but apparently he is now eligible to represent Luis Enrique's side, um, and that would be an interesting one. And I think he he should go to the Euros. What is it going to be? Him and Garcia as the centre half, or him and Paul Torres? That would be it for me um, as the centre half going into the Euros. You know, if Arsenal want to buy some, we should buy Paul Torres, but we'll have to see what happens, people. In relation to action to come as well to end this podcast. Um, obviously, you've got Arsenal, Chelsea now. I've got no opinions on the game. I hope for the best. I hope there's credibility. I hope there's pride. It's a London derby. But at, at 8.15 today, boy, I don't know what's going to happen. So that London derby, I don't know. I hope Chelsea just, even Chelsea resting players will still be a problem for us. But I hope their minds are on, for, are on are on Saturday. You know, Thomas Tuchel will make sure their minds are on Saturday. And with that being said, ensuring they're in, not not that Arsenal are, are, are formidable opponents, And but, you know, he's going to want to a performance, you know, people are probably playing for spots, you never know, a good performance might play your way into that final team, and it's also about momentum going into that game, and uh, and things like that, and obviously Arsenal beat them at our place, so again, there's, there's, there's trying not to get the double done over you, trying to get revenge people, you know, again, the Arsenal team that, much like the Fulham team we played, um, It's a different Chelsea side, you know, under Lampard. And I'm sure Thomas Tuchel wants it to reflect that. Um, Away from that, you've got Aston Villa-Everton. You know, Jack Grealish, apparently after being out for a couple of months, could be back for that. You've got the rescheduled Manchester United versus Liverpool game. Liverpool need to obviously win that to try and get top four. We know why that game was obviously, um, what's the right word, rescheduled. Um, On Friday, you've got Newcastle against Manchester City. Hopefully, Joel Willock can stand up to be counted in that game. And as for the games on Saturday, you've got to wait to the Deluded podcast on Friday. So make sure you've set a reminder because we'll be reviewing everything that's happened in the Premier League and obviously the talking points that emerge in football. Um, But for now, though, it's been a fantastic 40-odd minutes, people. Please make sure you're following me across all my socials. Information is in the description. Obviously, Arsenal fans, we don't win too many trophies, but if you want an FA Cup 3D post information is in the description as to where to hit that make sure you hit that one there up make sure you're following me across all my socials make sure you're following on spotify and apple i can't imagine you're not subscribed on youtube but same way make sure you are on that note, people, I'm going to get out of it. It's been a fantastic 40-odd minutes. Again, we're not at the end of the season, but we kind of are. And I once again would like to say I'm appreciative of all the support you guys give me. And I hope to see it continue. Until we meet again on Friday, you know, if you want to make sure you're with me on YouTube and stuff, you know, I've got a Chelsea versus Arsenal watch along from 7.15 today. So if you want to see me comment, reacting in real time in relation to this game, set your reminders on my YouTube page. Go over there and hit that one there up, people. But... Yeah, man, until we meet again on Friday, I'll see you lot later, people. People, DG, I'm out.